Welcome to today's devotion. First of all, allow me to say congratulations if you made it through another year. Uh, this year is 2022. What a blessing. As we start this year and we begin, we begin this series by saying a year of preparation of 2022 entering into the promised land. Let me start off by saying true success cannot occur apart from knowing God personally and doing God's will. I'm going to say that again. True success cannot occur apart from knowing God and personally doing his will. In order to be a, a, a servant, as we're, we're called to be a servant, there must be a dependency on God, on the Lord fully. And what does that mean? I want you to write down the, these three things. Courage, meditation, and obedience. Keeping God's word in our heart molds us, molds our character and God's our footstep. Secondly, the key to any success is meditation of God's word. The way for a successful ministry, if, if we're going to minister, if I'm going to be successful at anything I'm doing, one of the things, if you're going to be successful in your job, if you're going to be successful, as, as I said, preparing for 2022, if you're going to be successful this year, because I know people resolve to make certain resolutions to do things differently. And I'm just going on record and saying, if you're going to do something different, if we're going to do something different, then it's going to start by us rehearsing God's word inside of us. Thinking about it over and over again, like reciting lines. Understand that it applies, how it applies to our every part of our life. You see, here at uh, BTC, as we say, being transformed by Christ, it starts by thinking, our, our thinking, our thinking has to change because as Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, we can't, in order to be transformed, um, into um, by we got to be transformed by the word of God so that the and not be transformed by the customs of this world. In other words, it has to allow God's word to transform us on a regular basis if we're going to be living sacrifices to God. In every situation, our thoughts about what God says about a situation becomes our thoughts. Let me begin by saying it like this. I begin to do what God wants me to do in a situation. That's the question that I have to ask myself this year. If while I'm applying God's word and understanding God's words and, and what's his thoughts about a situation, if I take his word, because as we said, we got to renew our mind on a regular basis. 
And if I'm going to be transformed by the word of God and not the customs of this world, then that's the question that I must ask myself. What does God want me to do about this situation? Find it in the word. And then as I do that, the word begins to sync up inside of me, which means that it becomes a pattern in the way that I'm living. And that's how things are transformed. Let me show you the scripture basis as we begin to read the word of God today. Let's welcome in Jesus. In Joshua chapter one, God simply told them how he gave Joshua the key to success. They were getting ready to enter into a promised land. And as we're preparing to enter into a new year, he said, listen, verse five, no man will be able to stand before you, to oppose you as long as you live. And then he says, just as I was present with Moses, in other words, just as he was present for our forefathers, for those that have went on, those that have been trusting in God, they've given us an example. And he's saying, look, I will not fail you or abandon you. And then he says in verse six, be strong and confident and courageous for you will give these people as an inheritance, the land in which I swore of your fathers to give to them. What is the land? What does that symbolize? What does this promised land? We're going to get into that a little bit later. Only be strong in verse seven and courageous and be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law, which is Moses, my servants, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. See, you want to have a successful year? I just gave you the answer. And here it is. He said, this book of the law, the Bible, shall not depart from your mouth, but you should read it, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated, in other words, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, here it is. The Lord is saying, hey, get up. Now it's time to go. You've got the commands. You know exactly what you did, what's what's about to happen. Now, get, get up. Father, as we enter into 2022, we thank you for 2021, but we thank you for what's ahead of us. We know that unless you prepare us, we can't do anything. For without you, nothing can accomplish. Nothing can happen on our own strength, by our own means, by our own power. But you are allowing us to enter in 
into a place where we've never seen before, what we've never experienced before. And now this is going to be largely dependent upon you. So we start this year by by saying, Lord, prepare our minds, our hearts, our spirits, our soul. What is it that you want to say to us this first day of the year? In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I'm going to go on record of saying a couple of things. Number one, these three things, I need you to write them down. Because God gave three words, God gave Joshua as promises. And he gives it to us all as believers. Deliverance, development and destiny. Every believer can stand firm on these three words, deliverance, development, and destiny. Deliverance, this happens by faith in which at the time of our salvation, at the time when we accept Jesus Christ in our life, we have that that faith that we can rely on, that, that we can be resolved, that Jesus is Lord over every single thing, over every single part of our life. That's the promises that we are entering and God has given us. It's our deliverance over anything that we can accomplish. Number two is development. Believer's responsibility, and as I alluded to a little bit earlier, in Romans 12, uh, verses 1 through 2. Now is the sanctification, which is a fancy word, from us going through that maturing process. Don't worry. There are some things in all of us that just needs to grow. In other words, imagine right now you're you're you have laundry that needs to be done. What do you do? You take it to the, the washing machine, you sort them out, and you put them in the machine. Those dirty clothes must be washed. And the more and more you put your dirty clothes into the washer, in other words, the more and more the Word of God is exposed, the, the, the dirt that's inside of me is exposed, and I take the Word of God inside of it, and as it's exposed through Jesus in the experience, I begin to develop and grow and mature in Christ through God's trials and through tests. My fates are growing. That's like that washing machine. I'm turning on, I'm putting the dirty clothes in there. I'm putting the detergent in there and I'm allowing Christ to wash all of those dirty images, those that dirty habits, those dirty patterns of thinking. And now I can be prepared for this year to do something different because now I'm bringing the bear, the word of God in every situation, in every circumstances, all my wrongs, I'm bringing it before God. And I'm saying, God, what do you say about this situation? And, and how can I change? And now I make the change. I allow the word of God changes me into Christ on a regular basis. Destiny, lastly, is God's promise, which is 
eternity awaits us, right? But rest assured, his will and his deliverance is through the things today and before I get there is dependent on me turning every single thing over to him on a regular basis. I can experience his promises every single day. Let me go on to this this scripture. It says that in Hebrews chapter 1, God, after he spoke long ago to our forefathers through the prophets and many portions and in many ways, and in those last days he's spoken to us and through his son, which, and as he's pointed him, heir of over all things through him. And he has made the whole world and he has the radiance of his glory and an exact representation of his nature upholds all things by the word of his power. So it says that when he had made purification of our sins, he sat down on the right hand of the of 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 the father right having become so much better than the angels to the extent that he has inherited a more excellent name so what that speaks of is it's in jesus power as we begin to enter into a, the promised land the promised land of deliverance the promised land of preparation god wants us to enter into a sabbath meaning how is it there is a place in which God wants us, his children, to enter into a, a Sabbath rest. What does that mean? Does that mean that we do not work? No, that means that our works are by faith. Let me let me say it like this. Our works are by faith. As I wrap up this last scripture, I want to show you something. Because there must be a time of resting from working towards pleasing people, doing things to gain other approvals. God has a Sabbath he wants us to usher us in, in which he's called us is Sabbath. And what does that mean? The works that are, our works are not dependent on me. I am and get in sync what I'm to do. And I'm going to say it again. I'm supposed to get in sync with the Father, the Son, through Jesus Christ, seek his advice through the Holy Spirit, and allow him to guide me, guide my plans, guide my decisions, guide my thought process. And, and only when I do that, I'm entering into his Sabbath rest. But here's some advice that God gives us. He said, take care in Hebrews 3 and 12, the last scripture, the last of the scriptures. Take care, brothers and sisters, that there not be any one of you wicked, unbelieving in heart, which refuse to trust and rely on the Lord. 
which means a heart that turns away from living, from living with God. But he says, continually encourage one another every day. So every day this year, I'm going to, the Lord willingly, I'm going to encourage you. He said, today, there is an opportunity. He said, I don't want any of you guys to harden and settle into rebellious and deceitful sin and disillusions. And, and so he, he says, today, while you still have an opportunity, hear my voice and do not harden your heart as some of them did in rebellion. For they re- provoked me with their rebellious act, act even after I've led them out. So even after God leads us away from sin, but there could be a time in which we refuse to surrender certain things over to God. And that's not entering into the promised land. That's holding on to the land of bondage, to the land of Egypt. If we continually hold on to, as I said in the last previous devotions, through our have lies, have true murderous, adulterous acts, and um, side pieces, all of those things. Were, and, and we know that we're outside of God's will. We know when we're completely doing things that's against homosexual activity, sexual exploits. We know when those things are against God's will, but God is calling us now at a place where he's saying enough is enough. It's time for us to enter into a place where I got a destiny for you. I got a purpose and a plan for you, but it's going to cause for us to do something different. It says, I, it says in verse um, 17, and whom, in, in other words, they made me angry for 40 years and their bodies are dead and scattered in the desert because I swore by all, because they didn't, they disobeyed, disobeyed me. So we see they were not able to enter into God's rest, his promised land, because of unbelief and unwillingness to trust God. So what do we see about the promised land and the Sabbath? It's when we neglect to obey God. We resolve to do things. It's an unwillingness to trust God. And lastly, he said, therefore, while the promises of entering into his rest still remains and is freely offered unto us, and the time is short, reaching it and to think has come too late, for it is the good news is salvation for all, and is preached to all of us. This promised land came, this message came, and and some refused to hear and to understand it and embrace it just like today. And so therefore, they refused to. For we who believe, that is, who personally trust and confidently rely on God, enter a place of rest so we can have the inner peace. Now, because we are confident in our salvation and assured of 
the Lord's power. So today, as I wrap up and we begin the year of preparation 2022, entering into the promised land, the only way to enter a land and to rest in his Sabbath is relying totally on God. So today, if you haven't made Jesus Lord over every single area of your life, I will say that this is the most pertinent thing that you can do. Starting January 1st, you start listening to these devotions right now as a star. You start reading your word as a start. You start meditating on and asking God to prepare you for whatever today the day may bring. And watch your year be different than it was in 2021. So how do you do that? As always, Romans 10 and, and 9 says that if I confess Jesus is Lord and believe that he died, for our sins and he he rose from the grave that if i confess it in my mouth that i can have salvation eternally i can have eternal salvation simply by with the words of my mouth well you may say how do i do that simply just repeat after me just pray this simple prayer just say lord jesus i need you i'm asking that you come into my life come into my heart and be my Lord and my Savior. I believe that you died for me. And I believe that you rose from the grave. Now from this day forward, take total control of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, for everyone else, I'm inviting you. If you want to be transformed, being being the change, BTC is about being transformed by Christ on a regular basis. I always said, if nothing changes, nothing changes. Well, that starts, just like I said, with that washing machine. It's allowing Christ's word to transform you. I'm going to pray for you this year that your year is different and you decide. Not just to resolve to do something one, just to bite the whole piece of the whole year and not the whole month or just something that we just say and we promise that we're going to do. But we do it on a regular basis and and you may fall short, but I'm going to pray that you have the strength to continue on to pick up his word and, and to seek his face on a regular basis. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, for my friends and my family that listen, I'm praying that they would have a hunger, a desire to hear you on a regular basis. Not just these messages, but in their personal time as they pick up journal books and as they pick up your word. I pray that they will feel you and understand you. And sense your presence like never before. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a wonderful day.